All right, welcome to episode 152 of Cowboy Ship. My name is Ted Stoven. He is Dustin Edwards. It's Monday Night Football, uh, week two of the NFL schedule. Enjoying some football. But Dustin, uh, it's just us this week. Yeah. You and me. You know what? I like and that. A couple, couple wiener dogs. A couple wiener dogs. We got the sectional at 4620. Oh, I it that time. That dog is rank. <laughs> if there's anyone out there that supplies dog <laughs> shampoo and would like to be a sponsor. Ellie, you are so, oh, so smelly. That's a smelly wiener. That smells like that smells like rotten apples from the backyard. Oh god! But yeah, surrounded by so a pungent smell of wiener dog. We got some uh, post Chinese food fortune cookies and some red wine, and Ted's gonna puke. <laughs> that's close to puking. That's just, Ellie. That's rancid. I'm sorry, but you are the smelly kid of this this grade. What a start to the pod! Smelly oh, wiener dogs boy. invade. I love the wiener Indeed. dog, but she is stanky today. Yeah. She shouldn't be on our couch like this. We need to get a hazmat suit. <laughs> oh. Okay, this show's off the rails. I'm sorry. Good start to our solo show. Oh, boy. I like oh the boy. idea of our of our solo show, Ted. Yeah, you happy about it? Yeah, I think it's good to chat and talk about some cool topics that we're going to talk about. TBD <laughs> topics. <laughs> That will yeah, naturally flow out of here. Oh, like smelly dogs. Like the smelly dogs. and the Ellie, would you get down off the couch? The more red wine that Ted consumes, the more interesting the topics will be. I'm going to have a... I'm going to enjoy this cowboy shit beer. Cold Garden. Good stuff. Oh, it's all gone, actually, for the most part. We have a few bootleg cans in the uh, in the fridge downstairs here, but that's about it. Yeah. Anyways, uh, two weeks left in the pro rodeo season. Um, what else? The big, big week. It's it's always funny how some of the smaller rodeos turn to be the biggest ones that we just seen. Yeah, it's true. And, and olds. I mean, some exciting races in pro rodeo. So that's exciting. One more stop left, I guess. Eh? Now I smell like the dog. Now I got the smelly dog on me. Look, I got both <laughs> these dogs on me. I don't even like dogs. And here they are. They know. They know. Um. So yeah, I know what you mean. The last couple couple weeks of the year, um, they can be the big ones. Like remember Straws Milan back in like 2013. I think he was trying to make his first and what and has been his only NFR so far. But uh, goes to Hannah. No Brooks. It was Brooks and Hannah that same weekend. But he won just enough, I think, in Brooks to make the uh, to make the make the NFR. Like that was didn't, a thing. Didn't Flunder do that in Hannah too? Didn't he win enough at yeah? I think Hannah it was to make the, next the NFR. Year. That's right. I think yeah. you're right. Yeah. So it's like. And these checks are not substantial. Not a lot of money. Like nine hundred bucks whole, to win whole season, right? Yeah. yeah, it's kind of funny. So it's pretty cool. It used to be Hannah and McCord for the longest time, right? Yep, it's true. And then Hannah Brooks, and and now uh, now they ended in Edmonton, which is a tour tour rodeo. It's a big payer, so I mean that that will yeah. change. I know last year I think Nick Patterson made the CFR, CFR off of it, so it'll uh, let's give me an exciting finish, and especially mm-hmm. when you look at the standings, like the bulldogging, the team roping. It's uh, there's some really close races. Yeah. To be honest, I don't remember what's happening in CPRA. Yeah, there's like three or four events where like ten through sixteen could, and uh, or twelve through sixteen could make wh- it. One thing I haven't paid attention to though, to be honest, was uh, Clay Elliott. Uh, pretty neat that he's right in the mix there and really close by, right? Yeah. Is he, he in a spot right now or just outside? no? He he was really close. I think coming into this weekend, he was like only out by like a short amount, but uh, Eric DeBlanco 
replaced the big check out of Han, I think. And oh, really? He's bumped Clay out oh, by no. quite a bit. That's too bad. But it was it was awesome. Like Clay's been right there all year. Yeah, it'd be and, great to see and him make it. If he goes there and does something magic in Edmonton, he's in. But yeah, not gonna be not easy. But yeah, really cool. That that's probably been one of my favorite stories of the year. Clay been watching yeah. him uh, make a run at the CFR. He'll get there. In a, in a different event. For those that yeah. don't know, Clay broke his back or broke his neck? His neck, I believe, yeah. In Guyman, Oklahoma, probably three, four, five years ago now, like quite a while yeah, ago. Because he was part of that contingent with like Zeke and Leighton and and um, and those guys when they were making yeah. those NFRs. Like 2014, 15, 16. 16 17. I think he won yeah, Canada in 17, didn't he? Or yeah, 17 right. or 18? Yeah. So, yeah, that's a pretty cool story. I don't know how many people have done that, uh, gone from an event like that forcefully out to a different one yeah to a timed event and and make a good push at the cfr yeah that's pretty cool and then then maybe make it right yeah pretty cool to make it yeah um the uh uh, prca side of things we've got a lot what i just wrote it down today 12 canadians inside the top 15 in the in the pro rodeo world standings um but before we get to that jb mooney forcibly retires this week yeah, unfortunately for for JB's career, um, can't. I think he broke his neck this week in yep. Idaho, or I forget. What, I forget where it was now. I don't recall, but maybe it's somewhere in the northwest. But yeah, he breaks his neck. It was so anticlimactic. Like mm-hmm. literally, everybody finds out by a, that same posted picture. Yeah, on Facebook. Hey, I'm thanks done. for the career. Like here's a guy who's made seven and a half million dollars. Mm-hmm. Two shows ago, we were talking about him as one of the greatest bull riders yeah, of all time. which he still is. And he's won like 93000 this year in the PRCA trying to make the NFR. Yeah, not far off. And here comes a Facebook post. Um, I'm done. Yeah. Thanks. Got to retire. What a what a shitty way right, it for really J.B. Mooney to go. He did not yeah. get no send-off from anywhere. No. There's and maybe he still will somewhere, but it's almost it feels like the PBR side of things have been cheated a little bit for him to go and be forcibly retired in the PRCA side of things. Yeah. Yeah, it was pretty wild. And, uh, you know, it's it's funny how it was, he was such a big part of that conversation about the greatest bull riders ever. And, mm-hmm. and you know, I've seen a lot of his rides starting to pop up on Facebook, people sharing since he re- announced his retirement. But, yeah, it felt really weird just to see a post and that's it. Mm-hmm. JB's done. Yeah, kind of wild. So uh, it was a pretty impressive career. He has $7.5 million in money won. Some of the biggest rides uh, we've ever seen come from him and breaks his neck and out. And I mean, this guy's been battling it though. I mean, oh, yeah. We, for sure. he, he got KO'd at Stampede this year. He was curtains at one point, walking around in an air boot. He, every time Pretty he was getting out of the up. arena, he was limping and hurting like it. He rode there with a broken leg at the Stampede this year. Yeah. So he had a pretty rough go this year. And for him to still come out, you know, with almost 100,000 and almost. Pretty solid year so NFR, far. That's true. Pretty pretty crazy way to finish finish it though, and I I think a lot of people were shocked because I didn't even hear anything about the injury to start with. Yeah, no, that's true. I didn't hear anything either. It makes me wonder though. Like, we talked to him on a show two years ago now. I think like almost two years ago, and what you know what uh, should he have retired sooner? Well, he made the NFR wonder, right? last year, right? Oh, I forget now. Maybe. Then he got he got uh, beat up pretty bad. Round two, he got no, KO'd. No, that was a couple right? years ago. That so was not last year. Wasn't that last was a couple year? years ago. He might have made it last year, but I don't recall. 
And anyways, I remember how excited we were to see him at the NFR. Yeah, first and time. It was a total, so that was a couple years ago. It's a total bust. Yeah. And and then even this year, like even seeing him at Stampede, he was struggling. And you think, oh, is it one of those things where you're like, you should have just got out while you still had some... I wonder, right? Some uh, wind in your sails. But and have the proper send-off and like... Yeah. But you know, for a guy I like wonder. that, like what's next for a JB Mooney? I don't know. I don't. I don't know if he likes the broadcast side of things. Like, I'm not sure if he does or not. And he's not like the most polished guy. Well, like, but that's and I say part that of like the allure. Not, yeah, that that's what you like about him. Like he's, you know, like I I have those visions of him as we all see him behind the shoots, the dart hanging out of his lip. Yeah, having to do and it. and just kind of whatever, right? So I don't think he's like the polished guy. He's not gonna go put on a sport coat. I don't think and jump on CBS anytime soon. He may. I don't know. They'll what probably his, ask him to do that. I don't know what his. Uh, what his aspirations are, but yeah, I guess you just wonder like, what's, what's the next thing for a guy like that? I'm not sure. Probably picking up at some rodeos. Yeah. I've seen him do point. that. Some stuff yeah. like he's not going anywhere. No, he'll still be involved. I'm sure he's not going to be one of those guys that just evaporates. Yeah. I do expect him to be around. And um, you look at some of those guys who've made, you know, big careers like tough Heaterman and, and Ty yeah. Murray, like they all found ways to stay involved and, and you know what? JB's got a name that he'll be able to profit off. That's true. You know he's what I mean? They've got the uh, they've got something on the go. What was it? He's doing something, some training, I think. I think he and Randy Quartieri. I think I forget. Randy had something on the go with JB. There, they have a subscription deal with JB with some coaching or with some lessons or I forget what the, what what the what the story was now. But they, he's got something on the go. He's got a whole bunch of subscribers right on Instagram alone, actually, too. Yeah. So I mean, he's got a name that's monetized now and yeah can can continue to provide some revenue. So. Yeah, but it's uh, it is it's too bad. Like you think of the years, like we got to send off Schiffner and you get to send off yeah people at the CFR, and there's this kind of nice finale to it all. And and uh, he certainly did not get that. It was a no. It was like a Facebook post on a Monday night, and that was the end of it. What do you think would be better though? Like what would what would have been better for know, a possible you know, it's, retirement? It's, it's always easy to say go it on top, but those guys never think. You got to be going down at some point. So yeah. what's your top? I don't know. I, I look at I look that at in like any capacity, like bullfighters, hell, even us announcers. Like when, when do you say, do you know what? I want to go. <laughs> I want to go out before I start going down. But you don't realize you're on top until you start going down. And how much? How much of it do you keep going because you need the money? Well, that's probably a big. Like thing. I wonder. Like for some folks, for sure. It's your life. For a lot of people, I would imagine, especially with the way things are going right now, like, yep. we needed to make a living. And a lot of people, you know, during COVID didn't make money and yeah, true. had to recover some of that. I mean, working people had to do that. Everybody so, did, yeah. Same for anyone in rodeo and athletes. But yeah, you know, it's uh, it's too bad. You know, I, I think, was it Schiffner they had the big send off at CFR that year? Standing ovation yeah. on his last bowl. Scott Byrne had one too, I remember? Yeah. Didn't they have the big banner really? for him and stuff? Like, Scott or Scott Schiffner. had a big banner. I don't remember. Burn. Tanner, we had a send off at CFR, right? Yeah, it's cool to know when it's the last when you're when you're retiring. Yeah, I think that's neat to be able to to. Uh, it's neat to be able to have that proper send off. I seen like Chris Shivers. Uh, remember that one? Yeah, I do remember that retirement for Shivers. So um, you think like it's like it's like a a pretty cool moment. I think it's cl- probably closure for the athlete, for the fans, the sport. You know, to be able to do that send off, even like Flint got a send off. Yeah. When he retired, so I think it's it's an important part of it. I mean, yeah, forced retirement is not what you want, but JB was his his better days were behind him. There's no question for bull riding. Yeah, with all due respect. Yeah, yeah. So 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's too bad. It's uh, it leads to an interesting conversation about when when do you when do you pack her in and when when are you at the top and when are you on the downslope? Well, Dustin, after this conversation, I think I'm going to retire as a music guy. Are you at the top? <laughs> are you no. sliding down? Actually, no, I can't retire. I'm not. I wasn't never good enough to retire. I'm going to quit. <laughs> That was my bull riding career. I never got to retire. I just had to quit. Yeah, Ted, you didn't get the send off either. Was it a Facebook no. post? I wasn't good enough. No, I just think I just never never rode again. Who's been the best bull rider that you knew that never retired? That just all of a sudden they just never were there. Anymore? Um Is there anyone like be? really notable? You're like, geez, who would that, that guy be? never really retired? I'm not that it's coming to mind right now. Because you gotta be kinda like you gotta be kinda good to retire. That's a good point. You know what I mean? Like there was a couple bareback riders retired at a at a rodeo a couple years ago, maybe the CFR. Yeah, and like they're saying they're quitting and whatnot, but it's like, no offense to these guys, but it's like they didn't win the Canadian titles, they didn't win this or that. Like it's yeah, like, that was gotta, like you got to be like pretty elite to be able to even be allowed to retire. Like I yeah. wonder what maybe that's a different maybe that's a different conversation. Like what's the What's the cutoff or what's the, what are the yeah. requirements to actually be allowed to retire? Well, I remember two CFRs ago. I remember like on the final Sunday, the guys were coming to the locker room. They said, yeah, Jake Vold retired. Yeah. Nobody he even just, knew. He just. Just was done. Uh, sitting in the but dressing Jake, room was was done. But, but I think they knew about that one like a day or two before or something. Oh, okay. Yeah, I think so. But he, but he didn't make it very loud, but like. No, they also, didn't even say like, anything at the CFR. No. Like also Jake's one of like the best guys, best guys uh, ever from Canada. Totally. And. Probably should have had the proper send off, but like just probably didn't want it either. Yeah. Yeah. You, some people don't want the fanfare and it's just, you know, it's just uh, on to the next chapter, right? Yeah. It was cool to see. Uh, I seen, was it in Pendleton, Gary Rempel? Yeah. Got like a, well, a send off. And not far after. Uh oh, we got a wreck here. Not far after, though, um, or not long before, there was, I think, uh, what was it? Allensburg, yeah. yeah. Wasn't didn't he have some beef with he had a Stampede post. over that with well, Calgary? Apparently Calgary Ellensburg, probably fired him without telling him. And then Ellensburg brought him there as a special <laughs> guest and presented him a buckle. <laughs> and Pendleton, he was working and did get a buckle. Yeah. And it's funny when you talk to personnel, and I can vouch for this from different people and even being around, like, if you're not going back to a rodeo, they usually don't tell you before the rodeo. Right. Yeah. True. Not and, often. And a lot of people are like, you know what? If this was my last Calgary Stampede, if this was my last Pinocchio, whatever rodeo it is, most guys aren't mad if if it's their last one. You know, maybe a, there's a change in coming and yeah, whatever. But most of them said I'd sure enjoy it more if I knew it was my last one. That's true. You know, yeah. and that's where I always think like I think well, it was, was actually like Dave Flint. Polson at Calgary. Flint, Flint was talking about that. Yeah, they were both talking about Calgary because Dave was talking about Calgary too. Like I wish I, rem- I remember I, having that conversation. Yeah, with I just I wish I would have known that was my last one when I did it. Yeah, you know. So I've heard that a few times, especially you know, like Dave was at Calgary for like what thirty five years or yeah. something, right? And it's I think it's pretty disrespectful to do that to the to that do that to somebody like that. Which I mean, I really didn't care that I didn't go back, but <laughs> but there's a lot of people that you know, if they, they knew do, they do care a lot and they would like to be back. Or maybe you know, I probably left on my own accord. More than anything, more than like I didn't get the call, but I also probably wouldn't have done it anyways. So and, and in rodeo, you know, yeah. you got to remember we're in a it's very subjective on who thinks you should be there, and committees yeah. change, and, and it's very small, and world. people change, and and that's always a big part of it too. You know, we know as well as anybody that 
one guy on a committee can love you and think you're the greatest music director announcer in the world. You're fucking terrible. The next guy that comes in thinks you're the worst thing he's ever heard. So. And never and doesn't care about music or yeah, yeah. doesn't care about announcing. Yeah. Doesn't so know what it takes. Doesn't that's, care. That's where we live in on this side of it. But uh, I guess coming back full circle, yeah, you just wish that people who have been in the sport for a long time and have great careers, you could give them a send off. Yeah. You know, hockey, yeah. there's usually that final game and the final lap and the Wayne Gretzky. Remember his skating around yeah, and forever for like an hour. Sarah like. McLaughlin, I will remember you for like ten minutes. It was forever. They presented him a lazy boy recliner. Actually, yeah, I'm pretty sure. Oh, really? <laughs> like him, like a lazy boy, and then he's skating around. To I will remember you. <laughs> yeah, folks, he did not die. He just had <laughs> a plane. He more. just retired. Yeah. yeah. Um, man, someone just told me a funny story. Maybe it was Sean. About like he was at a bull riding, our editor Sean Morton. They were like honoring someone on the committee. <laughs> he said like everyone stood up and like took their hats off when they were doing it. And he's like, guys, uh, that person's still alive. Like <laughs> we're just honoring them. <laughs> Sorry. Maybe that not. is funny though. Made me laugh. But yeah, JB Mooney. That sounds like that sounds like the time who was it? Was it Gator? Or was it uh was it Sean that played there was somebody that got knocked out and then they were playing Spirit in the Sky? <laughs> I actually Norman, remember this. Norman Greenbaum? I think, or yeah. was it? I think, it, was, I think it was Jarrett Nash. Oh, really? Got KO'd at a bull riding spot. was so bad. I remember being like, this is oh, not a good so song bad. choice. Like, um, you need something? Are we going to do that now? Oh, I don't know. Okay. I got you ADD. Got, you got snacky? Well, me and Ted just ordered Chinese food. Dustin ordered Chinese food. It's delicious, by the way. Today's episode is presented by Wings Fortune Cookies. The Did number you know one name in fortune cookies... If you don't got wings, you oh. don't have good fortunes. Can you, Storm, would you get me a Kleenex? Uh, there's for, there's Chinese food goo all over this pack here. Do you put a lot of stock in fortunes and horoscopes and things like that? I Ted? can't say I do. You don't? Did you know that these are uh, were invented in Canada? No. Fortune cookies? Yeah, apparently they're like a Canadian invention of sorts. Really? Thanks. Yeah, allegedly. I... Uh, What's your say? We were talking about this earlier. If you could pick one thing, non-financially related, to be on this fortune slip, what would you pick? Um, my mom always said that when we threw a penny in the thing at the Washington Mall, she says, she's like, I wish to grow up happy and healthy. That was that was her line. Okay. Yeah. But what would I say? Well, I've actually come back to this a few times. And whatever, like the stuff I'm doing now, is probably like I would probably do most of the same stuff even if I won the lottery. Really? Honestly, yeah. We got a nice house. We got a nice couch. I told Storm that if I, my fortune I wanted was to be able to eat and drink unlimited amounts and still maintain a six pack. And she laughed like, "You have to have it to maintain it." <laughs> right, Ted? What's your fortune? You got to eat it. You can't just eat oh, the sorry, cookie. Oh, the cookie. Goods that are not shared are not goods. Oh, that's yeah. deep. Super deep. How would you break that down? For Storm, it's snacks. <laughs> I will share my five-cent candies with you, Storm. <laughs> Mine is mine's not that great. Don't let friends impose on you. Mm. So don't impose on me, Ted. Mm. Helly's stage is imposed on my leg. What'd you, what was yours, Storm? Oh. No advantage taking, no imposing, and share your goods. All right. This portion of the program presented by Wings, <laughs> your number one fortune cookie. No, those ones. Those are all pretty good. bad. 
So I'd like to be a fortune cookie writer. Would you? Yeah, just to mess with people. Oh, yeah, I never charge my fortune. Um, Mine was unlimited abs. No, unlimited eating and maintaining my six pack. Hmm. Well, but I, I need see. the fortune cookie before that that says you got a six pack. Oh, Storm had a good one about the about the pets. Hope that her pets live forever. Why wouldn't you want yourself to live forever? The pets live as long as you live. That's a good one. It's kind of fun, wouldn't it? That's an old ass wiener dog. Would be should be extra. This dog's gonna live much longer. It needs to get smelling better. Needs a bath. I'll tell you that much. Dying from the inside out. That's a good one. I like the pets one. Um, sorry. I think it'd have to be something about like being healthy and being happy, just like Mom said. (laughs) Back to the penny in the fountain. (laughs) Yeah. Honestly, though, like what else you need? Shelter. Something to do, some passion. Oh, yeah. something frivolous? Oh, okay. I don't want my fortune to be tied to exercising. No, me neither. I don't want to have to exercise. No. Um, I don't know, Dustin. Let, 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 let me park that and we'll get back to it later. Right. That sound? We'll circle back to Teddy's fortune. Okay. Um, where are we at here? We've got a few things on the go. We want to talk about the Canadian standings. Oh, yeah, the Canadians. We've got yeah. to talk rodeo because all our listeners... Probably are, are into rodeo in some probably capacity. Probably into rodeo. So we've got uh, 12 Canadians inside the top 15, 12 guys inside the, inside the top 15 in the PRCA world standings. You've got Oren Larson, seventh in the bareback riding. Yeah, he's in. We've got four bronc riders. We've got uh, Zeke Thurston is third, and then Dawson, Dawson. Hay is sixth, Ben Anderson seventh, uh, Leighton Green is ninth, and then... Uh, no, would that have Leighton's money? Because he just won probably not. Pendleton, right? Probably doesn't have it in there. So he'll be moving up. Correct. Uh, then you got Q Taylor's outside by two thousand bucks. He's 16th. he was holding down fifteenth forever. He was close, yeah. And then uh, Kobe Wanchuk's like eighteenth, but he's only six thousand bucks out of fifteenth, so pretty close. Uh, the team roping on the header side, um, Dawson Graham is out or inside by like nine hundred dollars, like super close. Yeah, he's right there. Um, and then in the on the healing side, brother Dylan is like. Inside by nine grand, so there's a lot of different. Well, there's a scenario there where they could be separated. Dylan gets in, yeah. No, Dawson, or yeah, Dylan gets in, and yeah, yeah, that's right, and Dawson misses it. So hopefully that's not the case. And and Jeremy Bueller's in, yeah, obviously in there. Um, Stephen Cullings inside going to make the NFR for the first time. Bo Cooper's going to be in, yeah, he's in there. And then the bull riding got Jordan Hansen and Jared Parsons. Jared's in by. What I've written down there, like six thousand. Well, he's ahead of sixteenth by twelve k. By twelve grand, yeah. So he's he, pretty. Safe he's been hovering in that fourteenth, fifteenth, but there's a pretty good while. gap there for a while. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and then in the breakaway roping, you've got Kendall Pearson fourteenth. She's inside by uh, seven grand, and then Shelby Bosley's still number two in the world. And uh, the breakaway uh, NFR is going to be at uh, the South Point. I just read today. Yeah, t- over two days, the first yeah, week. Five. Five rounds a day, so so five rounds, yeah. Two hundred and fifty thousand added in there. Yeah, it's a lot of, a lot of dough. So. Yeah, so it'd be cool to see the the girls go in there and win some. Yeah, entertaining. Cash. So that'll be the first weekend of the NFR, but maybe just before it even starts, kind of thing. So good for them. Uh, hopefully, Kendall and them both make it. That'd be fourteen. That'd be the most ever, I think, the NFR for Canadians. So yeah, that's I think the really most ever is twelve, eleven or twelve, and we got nobody in the barrel racing or the steer roping this year. Yeah. But you know, we've got other almost every other event. So yeah, I think it's. Uh, the one to watch is going to be uh, Quinton. Yeah. See how he does in and the Colby. They got and Colby. They're going to be kind of battling there, each other. Isn't there that playoff thing this weekend or next weekend or something? Is that the, the finale or whatever? Yeah. And yeah. Like, uh, somewhere in South Dakota. Yeah, I believe so. So that'll that'll have some implications. And 
The other one that was an honorable mention, who I think's kind of out of the com- conversation, now is Cody Lamb. Yeah, he was he was really hovering, hovering there, and he and, was uh, in the mix for quite a while. Yeah, he pulled some money out of Pendleton, but I don't think it's going to be enough to. Yeah, he's still back by about fifteen thousand, I think. Yeah, so a little bit out of there, but a pretty darn good showing. True by the Canadians yeah. this year, and Hopefully uh, they uh, keep it rolling. It'll make for a fun NFR. Yeah, well, which we may or may not be going to. We'll see. Don't know yet. And can't rule any of them out for world titles because it's true. Because there's so much money to win. So there. much money to be won. Yeah, every title is within striking distance. What do you What do you think about Stetson Wright winning, like leading both the bronc riding and bull riding world standings right now? What are your it's thoughts? It's totally on that? insane. He's at. Uh, he just after this weekend, he's now set the single season earnings records, and we're not even through the whole season yet. In both events. Both events. Really. Because I saw he had over 300,000 one in the bull ride, and I was like, oh my God, what yeah. is happening? He's got 400 and some thousand one in the all around. Yeah, he won 100. I saw the stat today on the PRCA press release that he's won $150,000 in September. And to, and it's it, that was from the f- uh, first 14 days of September. It's totally insane. Isn't that wild? Over 400,000 in the all around, and it's September 18th. And last year, he almost did a million bucks in the season. So yeah. he could have a pretty large NFR. Yeah. Yeah, when you can go there and compete in two events, 10 rounds. What do you think that guy's spending his money on right now? Or is he just saving it? Yeah. Diapers? <laughs> got to keep the kids going there. From Utah. So. Yeah, they got a lot of them. Um, I don't know what, what he's do doing think, with though? the money. It's crazy to think, though, how we're sitting here and be like, oh, my God, this guy has traveled every day since January, and he's made $400,000, and yet, like, these guys are watching play football. Those like quarterbacks are getting that for today. Yeah, yeah, 400000 for today. Yeah. Wow, a pro athlete won $400,000. How much did it cost him? Guys like that, you know, they're rodeoing pretty hard, but, man, he's a specimen. Yeah, pretty impressive. He is. To watch a guy ride Bronx and Bulls is, and he rides rank Bulls. Oh, yeah. Yeah, he's riding them. There's no, there's no, like, you're not winning the world title anywhere in 2023 by just having a name. Yeah. You got to ride him and you got to stay on. Yeah. And I remember at the start, I remember thinking, ah, he, he's a Bronx rider that's, Doing okay, bull riding. Yeah, he rides rank bulls, he's, and he's he rides some rank bucking horses too. Has he won the world twice in the bull riding now, or once? Yeah, is he back to back in the world? I don't remember right now. No, Kimsey won it two years ago, right? Yeah, I forget now. But last year he won both all around, and no, has he won the saddle bronc. He won the bronc riding and bull riding and all around in, in not Texas. not on the same year though, was it? In Texas, was I it? thought he won them all. Yeah. And he's I gonna win so. a lot. I, I forget. Either way, I'll Anyways. tell you what, he's goddamn good and he's going to keep winning a lot. Yeah, it's pretty And he impressive. could, I, I can't imagine what his season total is going to be after the NFR. Well, if he got almost got to a million last year, he's already ahead of that total this year. Yeah. And you know what? You know what? The Extreme Bulls money doesn't count in the all around. Right. So technically, he's he got like 531 already, with including the Extreme Bulls. Yeah. So it's, so it's a big amount. Geez. Yeah. And I don't know how much he won at the NFR last year, but I bet he won like 300 grand or more. So. He'll probably be damn close to a million bucks again. Do you have you met him, Stetson? Yeah. Oh yeah. Well, Jason Davidson's his agent. Yeah. Is he a good dude? Yeah. Stetson. Oh yeah. Super nice. Never guy. met him. Yeah. Super nice guy. One of his first NFRs. I was still there with the Wrangler guys, and uh, he and I were riding like these stools down the hallway in the Thomas and Mac, like going to do the interviews, and I was like pretending to, like bull ride this chair, just like effing around because I was bored in the middle of the rodeo because we're just kind of like. We're just sitting around, like, waiting for these guys to come by, and there's no screens. We can't watch. We have to, like, just be in the hallway and hang out and be on our phones and, like, kind of hear what happens. And we don't get to watch anything. We're just down in the in the barrels of the building. So, yeah, I was fucking around riding this chair, like, riding this stool like a bull, 
And then he comes down and sees me doing it. He jumps on and he was riding it, and everybody thought that was kind of funny. That's cool. Yeah, it was just normal when I was doing it, but when he was when he was doing it, it was cool, which is fine. And now look but at him. Now look at him. Now look at him. You sent him on the right path to success. I taught him a few moves on the chair there, maybe. I imagine he would get some pretty good uh, bonuses from indoorsies every time he n- clinches a gold buckle. Yeah, too. I think you're right. I'm pretty I've sure, like like Wrangler and those guys, like if you're an indoorsie. Some of those there's guys some have some contracts. pretty good contracts. If you win a world title, there's some pretty nice extra money. Yeah, I don't, I don't know the number. Like, I don't, I don't know exactly what it was, but I think it's like, it was pretty hefty. The some of the bonuses for like mid December Christmas bonuses for uh, where they ended up after the NFR. Here's kind a of gold thing, buckle. So. Here's a big check. Yeah, here's some more big checks. Couple send a couple invoices, a couple bonuses. Got some yeah. pie charts. Got some pie charts. Stocks. I don't know. <laughs> Money, things that I don't know anything about. That's true. Some shares. Who knows? Um, what uh, what's a sporting event that you haven't been to yet that you still have on your list? Of? NFL. I've really? never been to an NFL game. Really? I've I've uh, I've been to CFL. Yep. I've played flag football of late. Oh man, talk about your flag football and oh, your. Oh god, uh, I played flag Calgary. football this week at McMahon Stadium. Yeah, and that's the home games. of the Calgary Stampeders. For those yep. of you that know anything about uh, yep. the Canadian Football League, and uh, I couldn't even I couldn't get out of bed the next day. I had to lift my legs up with my own self. Really? Did you roll yourself out of bed? <laughs> I rolled myself out of bed. Really? I was so damn sore. Oh boy. Lost in the lost in the uh, finals, but one touchdown. Really. Yeah, I caught a touchdown. right? For you? Yeah, I, I caught a touchdown to win a game. Yeah. And then I missed a missed a gift to uh to win to tie that up. Championship. So. Yeah, but no, I've never been to an NFL game, done MLB and, and all those ones and NHL obviously, but NBA? No, I've never been to But don't care to go. Uh, I would go. Yeah. I seen the Harlem Globetrotters once. That was good. That's kinda like NBA. Yeah. They're Duncan. Soccer, yeah. Not like big soccer. I don't know. I'm not really interested no. in soccer either. Storm but says it's cool. She used to work for a football team. Um, as they call it in the UK. Oh, uh, yes. Uh, English Barcelona. football. Barcelona. Uh, I have been watching a lot of Ted Lasso lately. I'm a big fan. I think we talked about that on the last show, though, so we can move on. I uh, I want to go I want to go uh, when you can go in the time of the year. Is it September, October? You can watch all four. All four? The big four? October. You got to go somewhere in the Northeast, though, right? Gonna go like Philadelphia, baseball, football. Like, yeah, you can go to go see basketball, all them. hockey, New York. Yeah, and you need somewhere where the teams are good because you need to be playing in October True. for baseball. True. Can't go anywhere where they suck. Yeah, because the NF the NHL season this year doesn't even start till October like 11th or 12th, doesn't it? Yeah, I'd love to go to a college football game. I've heard those are pretty wild. Yeah, I just I still haven't got that interested in college football. I'm just not super. Just don't don't have the interest at this point. I know our friend Gator when he was working down in Louisiana he used to go lots and. So the Sounds like the ta- tailgaters are as wild as the games. So. Oh, really? Dang. What about you? Is there a football or a football and a sporting what? event you haven't been to yet? So last year we did UFC, NFL, Major League Baseball, NBA, NASCAR, NHL, and what else? So I almost did an- them all in one year. So the answer is no. I think I, yeah, I haven't been to a golf a golf uh, tournament yet. Oh, that's cool. I went to one. Where'd you go? In Calgary. Oh. It was a seniors tour. Like the Shaw Charity Classic yeah. thing? Yeah, oh. but it was, was like... this year or a couple years ago? A couple years ago, but it was like a bunch of PGA guys. Good guys. Yeah, yeah. like we followed like Fred Couples. Yeah, that'd and be so, cool. And these guys are unreal, man. Yeah, but so good. How much different is their swing than yours? <laughs> like you're a pretty good golfer though back in the day. I am pretty good. 
Well, were. I was good. <laughs> you haven't played a lot lately. If I golf my 16-year-old self now, I'd lose by 20 shots. Oh, really? Yeah. Jeez. That big of a difference. Oh, man. Like, I could shoot 70s, no problem at golf tournaments. Oh, shit. Back in the and day. And now I'm, now I'm lucky if I break 90. Like, in legit tournaments, you could yep. bust them. No way. I golfed in the summer games. When the I summer was games? 14 or Like the 15. Alberta summer games? Yep. No shit. Yeah, out at uh, the the summer games were in High River and Okotoks. Really? And I remember the opening ceremonies. I think it was like George Canyon and Fifi Dobson. And it was televised. And uh, Tom Glass drove the torch in for the opening ceremonies on his chuck wagon on the High River <laughs> rodeo grounds. <laughs> and I golfed. It was super cool. Really? Yeah. Where was the golf course? Where did you play golf at? It was at Darcy Ranch. Oh, really? That's where they had the tournament. Oh, shit. And uh, yeah, me and Gator used to play... Uh, Playing the, like, some junior tour, and we used to play really? lots, yeah. How did Gator do back then? Gator was good. Really? Yeah. Actually, I made a, I made a junior tour finals one year, and Gator was on my bag. Oh, really? He was a caddy? He's my caddy. He didn't he make it. He was your caddy. <laughs> so he caddied for me. No way. <laughs> yeah. Gator would probably be one of the most entertaining caddies. We were just talking about how oh. he had, like, a sweet, uh, what did he have? He had some sweet rig, or... He was in the Middle East and he came back wearing the full Middle East get up. Yeah, he had the full Saudi Arabia like white gown and thing on. And he had a beard. He looked like he was he looked like he was from he over there. He looked like he was from there, yeah. Yeah. He had a hookah pipe. Don't cancel him, everyone, okay? Yeah. It's a different time. He it's was a different there. time. Don't cancel Gator. Gator was it's not kidnapped. on the line. Yeah. He got kidnapped on that trip. He could do whatever he wants. Oh boy. Is that how he showed back up after he got kidnapped? I think so. <laughs> oh my god, really? And you wonder some why. PTSD there. Holy. He's domesticated now. Oh man! Gator yeah, bought wife, a camper. Kid, camp- yeah, he was camping got at a, Olds. Got a flat weekend. tire. <laughs> got a flat tire on the camper. You oh, really do boy. it. So you, so yeah. So I guess the last one I want to see is golf. I don't think I'm that interested in tennis. I don't really give a shit about tennis. Do you know point. what tennis is now? Like the new, it's like the new. Remember when Paris Hilton and them had the little dogs in their bags? What do you call that? An accessory. That's like the. That's like the celebrity accessory right now. Is like tennis. Really. Like all the celebrities are going to watch tennis now. It's like really? the thing. Yeah. Um, well, we're not celebrities, so we don't have to go watch tennis. No. We're good. My uh, probably the one on my bucket list still would be uh, the Kentucky Derby. Yes, mm. that's that's probably my one. I want to go do the. Okay. I want to go do the whole thing, like drink mint juleps. mint juleps and lobster rolls, and do the full derby thing, and wear the. That's fair. Wear the That'd hat be pretty cool. Bow tie. So then you still have that, and I would love to go to the Masters or like go to like a big tournament like yeah. that. Like that'd be. And it's the right. Masters where you get the. Ham and cheese sandwich. Yeah. It's the big right. thing, right? For like two bucks. Yeah, it's still old school prices. Yeah. 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 So I'd be curious to know what uh it's funny when you talk to people like what people's big one must see event is. Yeah, it's true. There's some cool ones out there. And I wouldn't say the masters is like a must see. I'd just be like, I'd really like to go. And I could see that happening if somebody like tells us, Hey, we got tickets, you want to go? I'd be like, Yeah, we're in. Yeah, it'd be super like, cool. Gator probably has been in the draw for twenty five <laughs> years already. Yeah. And his turn's coming up, but he he'll probably take his family, so we might not be on the list. Yeah, well, we'll but, ease our way in. But I'd like to go to the waste management one, in Phoenix. Uh, that could be probably loudest hole in golf. That could 16. be pretty entertaining. Yeah, yeah that'd be pretty, true. pretty cool. But uh, so so yeah, for me it'd be golf, uh, and I'm with you on the Kentucky Derby. I'd love to go. see Kentucky that. Derby is a must see for me. Yeah. Other than that, I've seen the rest of them. I like to go to NASCAR. It was cool. F1. That's a year ago now. F one would be cool. They're having that one in Vegas keep, right now, I think. So many more they? keep coming around. Did you? Does your casino host have any hookups, Dustin? Probably. We could probably have you, be at the have F1. you contacted her yet? Uh, no, I haven't, I haven't reached out. No. Send a Christmas card here soon. <laughs> <laughs> so 
So we're almost at CFR and we've got uh, Halloween's on the way. Storm wants to have a Halloween party. Then she was like, yeah, we could do it this day, this day. And I was like, yeah, I'm in Saskatoon. I'm sorry. Oh. What uh, What's your favorite costume you've ever been for Halloween? Penguin. 100% penguin. Penguin? Yeah. Was it the one just like, there's a big beak over your head yeah. and you're holding it? Okay. Yeah. I think it's in the garage actually still too. Because we had we bought a bunch of costumes last year. There was like four or five of us, like Brinson and Peter even came to the bar and Tiffany and like a whole crew and Andrew, like all of us were at the bar, Brinson. And I was the guy with the, riding the ostrich, like the zookeeper with the ostrich. Oh, yeah, yeah. That was the me. one that blows up? Yep. What? Uh, then we got Brinson a sumo costume. He was hilarious. He had this big sumo costume on. That's sweet. Big blow up one. What was your favorite costume when you were a kid? Were you like one of the kids that like was like a rodeo clown or a bull rider? Like, all the time, yeah. yeah. Or a hockey player. We like, all were, right? Never was anything like worth a shit. One of the funnier ones, though, I made a green bastard costume when I was in New Mexico one time. And nobody knew what it was because it was kind of like early on with the with the uh, trailer park boys. So it was yeah. kind of like before the before they really caught on. So yeah. I got I went to the dollar store and got a bunch of green stuff. Like I had green green sw- track pants and a green t shirt with like a cape on the back. So yeah, I was the green bastard from the uh, <laughs> from the trailer park boys. That was a funny one. When I was a kid, and I don't think at the time I realized it, but my mom must have been influencing me on Halloween and she dressed me up as Dolly Parton and I was probably in like grade five and nowadays this would not help or this would not be allowed but I had like huge balloon boobs big blonde wig and I had this old guitar and on the back my mom wrote on it in permanent marker like Dolly for president or something really and I walked around with these giant boobs blonde wig like oh wow i don't think at the time i realized who even dolly parton was <laughs> but i was a woman oh boy yeah but at least you didn't wear, wearing blackface no. or something i was a caveman one year a caveman yeah okay and then you had a story about a caveman thing <laughs> I, was just, I was a caveman who was afraid of caves <laughs> so what so but i actually did i had a my we had this i think my sisters had it as like a a prop for like a skating festival it was like a garbage bag like cut into pieces that look like a skirt so it was pretty and expensive I, costume and, uh, and then i that. again covered my body in like brown paint oh boy and i had a ch- and had a wig with a big chicken bone in the front of it and had a club and i was a caveman who was afraid of caves <laughs> how did you explain the f- being afraid of caves part it's a fear ted oh wow it's a legitimate so fear did, did anyone else know about the about this fear or no well a caveman wouldn't tell us other cave people that he's afraid of the cave true it's a good point. I just thought it was, uh, it was a good costume. Okay. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> uh, another year in grade 12, which I think this picture is still in my high school yearbook. We went to Walmart and we bought the smallest superhero outfits. The smallest Batman one? and Robin. Oh, boy. You know the ones that, the tight, the spandex ones and then it's like a little face mask? We bought the tightest ones for like, it was like for like, 11 and under. No way. I was way. in grade 12 and we bought them. We wore them to school. Oh, wow. And it didn't go very good. You could s- totally see everything. <laughs> and uh, so that was good. That was one of my favorite costumes. So wait, so what I don't happened? know where I'm going with this. Were your balls showing? Oh, yeah. Oh, no. They're sticking right out. Oh, no. My little grape smuggling I was doing <laughs> in that costume. <laughs> oh, I was, oh, was going to talk about small town trick-or-treating. Oh, That's yeah. That's I was going okay. with this. Oh, yeah, because it's almost Halloween. Yeah. Oh, okay. I just okay. feel that the evolution of trick-or-treating has changed so much. Yeah. We were talking about this at work the other day, and they're like, oh, we take our kids to the mall. The mall? And they just go from, like, store to store, and it's safe, and 
no one can put razor blades in your candy and meth in your candy apples. Oh boy. So, so people are changing the way they trick or treat because of the fear of meth and razor blades. Oh no shit. So <laughs> Ted's, Ted's really excited about this touchdown. But, you can't put, ra- yeah. People, are, <laughs> people that put stuff in ca- Halloween candy are fucking psychopaths. Yeah. That's oh, a real no, thing. It, for sure, it was a real thing. I remember dumping out our candy and like going through it to check for razor blades and what well, the time it was in Two. You found a razor blade in your candy? It was a big guy. No, I think, I think someone in our school found one once and it like put everybody on edge. No shit. But see, I was crafty because I was... Did you put... It, well, were you big the person Valley, that put it in there? No. In Big Valley, there was only like six streets. Yeah. So you'd go in... I'd do the early run in a costume that everyone could depict it was me. Oh, here comes a little Edwards boy. And then I would go home and do a couple of costume changes. Wait, you went a couple of different times? I'd do up to three. No shit. So the first trip around was to establish it. Oh, Dustin's been here. Nice kid. Here's his candy. Second trip's around that seven o'clock. Put on something where they can't tell it's you. Because it's dark. It's, it's dark, dark already. It's dark. And I'd do something like, you know, the bed sheet over my head. Something yeah, the quick, ghost. Quick, quick, Definite quick, ghost. Quick costume change. Yeah. So now you've got two pillowcases loaded. Yeah. The third one was was the good one because by this time they realize it's me. I'm still wearing the same shoes and, you know, I can't disguise my voice that good. And there's like 30 kids in Big Valley. Yeah. But at that time of the night, they're either impressed that you've made a third trip. There's no more trick-or-treaters to follow. So they just dump the bowl. Yeah, dump the whole bowl. Dump the whole bowl. That's true. Yeah. So... Yeah, that was my trick or treating for years. Was a three trips, Dang. three trips around Big Valley. So, what was the what was the uh, uh, the feeling most times on the third trip? Like, what what did you did? What was the worst comment or best comment you ever got on that? Most of the time, it was like, "We know it's you." <laughs> Busted. Good thing it's the end of the night. Here's all the rest of the candy. They just yeah. dumped the bowl in. Oh no way! Most people were impressed. Um, That's some hustling for some candy. Yeah, you know I. I I think that most people were impressed that I put the effort in to go around yeah, three times. To go do it again. Yeah. yeah. You know, other kids wrote yeah. toilet papering and yeah. egg and houses. Is that still a thing? Toilet paper and egg? I don't know. I'm not really sure. And then um, and then I would go off with my loot. Dang. How long would it last those? for you usually? Halloween candy? Man, I was bad. I would dust Halloween candy. Storm knows because she's one of us. I, one of us. Like, that, will buy like by Christmas, in, by in Christmas, like I have. No, I don't. I, I can't bring candy home because Storm eats it. That's the problem. Mm. One year we bought some, ate most of it. Then you just shut your light off. But I feel bad. <laughs> you're sitting there in the dark. Is this in uh, Hannah or Drumheller? Sorry, Drumheller. You're sitting there in the dark, and. You hear kids knocking on the door, and you're just like, go away. Go away, yeah. Yeah. Storm and I have done that before. We're guilty. One year, I was doing the CFR broadcast when I lived in Big Valley at my farm. Mm-hmm. And I remember I put out like a 24 case of Pepsi in a box with like like full-size chips in it. And I just put a note like, gone to a rodeo for the neighborhood kids. Came back. Like, there was like four or five cans of pop left and some chips. I'm like, these kids could have just robbed me. Yeah, first time. But good old farm kids. Yeah, respect. They respected it. But you also put out some pretty good stuff. I did. Like a full can of pop. Yeah. 
And I always got the men, local Mennonites. I think they came around. Oh. I don't think they dressed up. I think they came for the pop. <laughs> but uh, so yeah, I, I like Halloween. I'm a I'm a big, big Halloween, Halloween guy. Big Halloween guy. We had bats on our door for like a month last year. <laughs> okay, a while ago. Yeah, we we got into Halloween a lot in Big Valley. I remember like fog machines and black lights and spooky sounds and at the uh, house. Yeah, yeah, we did it. Did it right. My mom was my mom was. For one she day a year, Storm. Halloween. You really want to do all this for one day a year? You do it for Christmas. I you see my walls. There's nothing on these fucking walls. I love the people that decorate. Yeah? The spirit. Ah, <laughs> uh, Okay, speaking of uh, CFR you just mentioned. Yeah. Um, I think there's some CFR news coming. I don't know what it is yet, but I think it's on the way. I've heard some rumblings that the Canadian Finals Rodeo is possibly moving, possibly staying, possibly going somewhere else. I don't know the rules yet. Well, but like, there's going to be some Oh, news. Ted, I wonder what it'll be. Will it move? Will it stay? It could be either one. There's some speculation on what's happening. What do you think? Um, <laughs> I think that, uh, like, my best guess, I, I really don't know. I think, it's, I think it's two things. I think it's, I think it stays in Red Deer and continues on, but I also have a feeling that it might go to Edmonton. Can I don't know what back. it looks like. I think, it, I think that... I think that it might go back to Edmonton too. I really so I don't thought, know what, what's going to happen, but I really thought last year in Red Deer they it finally felt like a CFR again. Yeah, yeah. I thought that good. they really found found their stride last year. I thought I'm the with you. the artillery events, you know, and that were happening. Ancillary. Ancillary. What did I say? I think artillery is a military uh, Jesus. term. Yeah. Nice try though. Close. <laughs> Auxiliary. Yeah. There Auxiliary. you go. That's the one. What I, I said artillery. Yeah. Ancillary. Jesus. I think ancillary is real. Ancillary? Yeah. Ancillary? Artery? <laughs> I don't know. Something like that. Anyways. Yeah, I'm a Whatever they were doing, that was good. Yeah, it was And we had good crowds last year and stuff, so I was really excited about it. And it was like, they've had a shit go because it's been like two years in COVID. Oh, yeah, the COVID years. And last year was still kind of a COVID year. And last year I had that blizzard the first day. Oh, man, yeah. Total shit it's show. Brutal. I'm excited. I, I think there's gonna be some really cool storylines in Red Deer. Oh, I'm with you. Yeah, um, I'm just I'm just looking at next year. So yeah, yeah, where the events gonna go? CFR and what's gonna happen? So, where do you um, think? Just personal tuned. opinion. We should have some info by the next show. We just will. Saying. Just keep it on your radar, folks. And if we don't, we'll make it up. Correct. I've already <laughs> made up most of this. So, um, break this just in. I just got a text. Oh, CFR going to Kelowna. Oh, Col- so oh Kelowna. Be a really nice October. <laughs> If we I say it, it's, it's nice got to be true. I hear it's nice. Well, hey, look at the spitting chicklets, um, Mike Babcock stuff. Yeah, we could make some shit up here. We could get some people get fired. Some people fired. Watch out. Anybody got any enemies? Let us know. <laughs> we'll sue them so all two hundred people that listen to this know that they, they can know. get rid of their boss. They know. Yeah. So yes, let us know if you got any dirt or need to spread some dirt. Yeah. Or want to make some shit up. Yeah. Because we're in. No, we can say whatever we want on here, and it's true. And <laughs> but no, I, what, what's your perfect scenario for what? Where do you th- for the CFR? Where do you think it sh- sh- would strive? Well, I think I think it did well for a long time in Edmonton, and I think it probably would do well. I'd, I'd be nervous about the first few years, just like Red Deer with the move. Yeah. Like yeah. I think it would take a while wherever it was, and I would expect it would to be go. I would expect for it to go downtown to Rogers Place, and I could be wrong. Maybe it'll go to Saskatoon. It'll be in the building there. It's got. They got more space for for a event there. Um, I think one of the one of the biggest issues with Red Deer is that it's in a town where we can all go home from. 
There's, it's not as much of a destination, and there's not as much yeah. to do during the day. Yeah, I agree. No offense yeah. to Red Deer, but it's just a smaller city. It's an hour and a half from Calgary, an hour and a half from Red Deer, and people don't go to Red Deer very often to stay. The first year I did the broadcast, I drove back and forth from Big Valley. Every night, and it's like it's an hour each way. 50 minutes. 50 minutes, yeah, right? So the people in Pinoca stay at home. The people from Lacombe stay home. The people from Didsbury stay home. From Carstairs yeah. stay home. From Stetler stay home. You know, Rocky Mountain House, like... The thing about Edmonton is that if you live in any of those towns that I just mentioned, you're probably staying in Edmonton. That's true. Because, and there's stuff to do every day, and you're going to go shop in town, and you're going to go buy a new truck, and you're going to go, you know, you're going to go do something. Whereas with Saskatoon, if everybody's from, uh, if everyone's from Alberta, Saskatoon is still a destination, and there's going to be a lot of stuff happening. I don't know what else there. With PST, I ain't buying a truck, though. Yeah, there's not as much to do yeah. in Saskatoon, maybe either. No. They did have a nice golf dome at the Ramada. And there's the two fun bars that we the use. Bars are good there. They're entertaining. Yeah. There's a Stobin's Lounge downtown in the Delta Besboro. There is. Um, but Red Deer, there's just not as much to do during the day. Unfortunately, it's just it's just where where it is, yeah. right? Um, Regina could be a possibility. I think maybe that might be in the in the cards. experience. Regina. Regina, right? Um, and then what else was there? Something else. Um, I think those are kind of where it is. And it almost, needs, it, it, it almost needs to live with another event, right? Like when it used to like, be oh, was with Farm, Farm Fair. Fair and stuff like that. So, I mean, that's why the Maple Leaf Circuit Finals does well with... Uh, with Agribition. Agribition, right? Yeah. So, and Farm Fair and CFR did really well together. But I don't think that the Edmonton Oilers will give the CFR the time to do the rodeo in November. I don't think the, I don't think Connor McDavid's going on a ten day road trip so the PBR finals and CFR can go together. I don't expect it. I could be wrong, but I just I don't know if that's going to happen. We got a comment from him. Let's roll the clip. Oh, <laughs> hey, this is Connor McDavid here. <laughs> it's Connor. <laughs> Oilers. Hey, it's Connor. Uh, sorry, it's uh, Connor. I'm not. I'm not leaving. <laughs> I'm not fucking leaving. So there you have it, folks. Connor McDavid <laughs> said he will not leave for ten days. So therefore, you can. You so you heard it here you first. You can take that to the bank. <laughs> there will be no CFR ever in Edmonton if Connor McDavid's In the fall, there. yeah. Um, uh, thank you, Connor, for jumping on and uh, <laughs> appreciate that. that clip. Appreciate that. Um, so, yeah, I guess we'll see what happens. But I think for the good of rodeo in Canada, I think it needs to go back to Edmonton. Yeah. I think it needs that. And, and like, Chloe and the whole crew at Western Park and in Red Deer, like, they've done an amazing job. Like, oh, yeah. they've done incredible for, for what they have. Like, they're limited by so many factors. With the budgeting allowed, with you know, like it's a, an event that sells forty five thousand tickets now instead of ninety thousand. Like yeah. it's it's cut in half. The amount you of sponsors the, in a city that size yeah. is way less than a city like Edmonton. And there are surrounding. not many national headquarters for yeah. major companies in Red Deer. No, no that's offense, true. But there just aren't. There's just not. It's not a big of a market. You you went from an A media market in in Edmonton, like with with the uh, like with a, with a national market, to now you're back to. You know, I don't know what Red Deer would be considered, but it's like probably like a B or C market essentially. Yeah, yeah that's probably right. Probably a B market because you got, um, you've got the WHL teams, right? Like a lot yeah. of those probably B markets are like the all the WHL towns essentially, right? Yeah. So. Yeah, so it's anyways, uh, yeah, we're excited to go back there. It's gonna be fun. Absolutely, yeah, yeah. Uh, for sure, another year in Red Deer. We I'll know be that. Just, we I'll can be just confirm. putting away my Halloween costume and, and going to the CFR. And going to the CFR. Yeah, um, and and uh, just confirmed. Uh, like I guess this week I'm gonna be back on the buckle presentations. Just confirm with that. Um, I hope that if the CFR does move anywhere, that I get to still work there because I enjoy being yeah. a part of the CFR. That is one the one risk with that stuff changing is yeah, there might be different personel everywhere. Different so personnel. we'll see. 
There might be. And you don't? Do you know what you're doing there yet? Do you have any? Plans? Not yet. No, we're Nothing we're still talking up? through it. Okay. Uh, I got my agents working on it. Got a couple of offers. On They've the table. been burning the candle, uh, put, working on some hard negotiations and. Yep. Contract. There's just, there's just a couple things hanging up my my deal right now. Yeah. Is it? Uh, it is, is the M and M's. It's Denny's. Denny's. That daily Denny's oh, breakfast. Man. So that Denny's. So bre- if, did you? Didn't you and I have breakfast there like three or four we times did. last year? So um, if anybody from the Denny's group is listening. That's Tom Glarity out in Kamloops. Oh, okay. That owns Denny's. Do they own the Sandman? They group do. Too? They own the Dallas Stars. What? Yep. From Kamloops? Yep. No shit. Yep. And so if, the Dallas Stars and Denny's. Yes. And Sandman. No shit. Yeah. Eh? So if he's cool. listening, um, have contract, your people call my people. We're just sprinkle that in. Be like great. I said, we're we're just about over the finish line. This is the last hang up. So hopefully by next week I have more news on Denny's <laughs> and my involvement at the Canadian Finals. Okay. Well, stay tuned for the next show for uh, for what we're working on. It's a cliffhanger. <laughs> People are going to we'll be... <laughs> stay tuned next week to find out if Dustin gets his Denny's. Well, i be getting my... What is it? Moons over my hammy? Yeah. Although, <laughs> it, uh, what about... like a big country w- breakfast? Would, uh, would a name change be in order too? Like, I'll come back to Red Deer to the CFR if I have Denny's. But then you're gonna have to change the locate the name of this location to Dusty's. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> Dusty's Denny's, <laughs> and I want and I want unlimited play on the toy claw machine out front. <laughs> That's where I draw my line. I'll put my uh, my players card in there and uh, yeah, give it a whirl. So our people will be reaching out to you. So we'll figure that out. Yeah. Um. So CFR, looking forward to that one this year. NFR, we're still working on some stuff there. <coughs> Uh, PBR Canada Finals. I'm pumped for that one in Rogers. Speaking of Alice Edmonton talk, um, and we have another event coming up. I guess I probably can't even talk about it yet, but we're working on a top secret event in Edmonton on the 27th of September. Let's roll a clip. <laughs> roll a clip. <laughs> <laughs> That'll be cool. Yeah, I don't know. I, I yeah. probably can't say anything yet because I don't think it's yeah. official. But yeah, anyways, be... you'll see some stuff about it. I'm sure because it's going to be pretty cool. So can I give a couple one. hints? Um, I don't know if you're allowed. airplane. Fireworks, <laughs> tank. They don't have. They don't have to have anything to do with it either, right? <laughs> if we say it, it's got to be Denny's. true. <laughs> uh, what other kind of bullshit can you make up for this show, Dustin? You know what? I've <laughs> have dead, you exhausted the audience? dead. I've exhausted. I've talked about caveman afraid of caves. <laughs> I've talked about Denny's. I'm I'm run out. You got any other predictions for the fall? Um, oh, this is almost good. We can almost s- wrap it up. It's gonna snow. Yeah. <laughs> Um, it's gonna be cold. It's gonna be cold outside. <laughs> it's raining. <laughs> How could you tell? Uh, I don't have any real bold predictions. Uh, I'm just looking forward to a little change of uh, change of the weather. Yep. Fall. The I like are fall changing. here in Alberta. Yeah. You know, like this weekend. All my sales. I did that. I did a bull riding again. in Strathmore. Oh yeah. On September fifteenth. Yeah. It was twenty eight degrees. Yeah. You said people, people were passing out in the stands from heat stroke. Yeah. In in September. And there's been years. The same week, September 15th to 18th. It was frozen last year. Barhead, three years ago, Wild Rose Finals. Got snow. It was snowing. And they had heaters on our announcer stand in an yeah. indoor arena. So, you know what? I'll take these fall days. Yeah, Love it. The nice ones. Um, it was raining out there earlier when I got the microphone. Hockey starting. Yeah, NHL's almost the back. The Flames are practicing. They are. Are there going to be any better this year, though? I have yes. a feeling they're going to suck still. No, they're going to do good. I got a feeling. Oh, really? It's my bold prediction. I saw something today. They had a D rating from some writer about their off-season plans. That guy got fired. <laughs> uh, no, they're going to be good. Hockey's going to be back. 
What else do I like about fall? Uh, the colors of the leaves. Yeah, the colors of the leaves are nice. And the nice crisp crisp fall mornings. Yep. Uh, pumpkin spiced everything. Yep. That's going to be back here. Lattes, cupcakes, candles. All good things. All good things. Okay, Dustin. Well, this has been a... Been a it's been... What has <laughs> it, it been? There was a line I was trying to figure out, but I got jumbled up. It's been, it's been great. It's been real. It's been good, but it hasn't been real good. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know what? It was nice to sit on the sectional. Yeah. And just shoot the shit. How's your smelly dog doing beside you? Doing good. Have you gone nose blind to, to the smell of the smelly dog? No, he's. I'm immune to it now. Okay. But uh, I'm excited for the next episode. We will have a guest returning. Yeah. So that'll be good. We've got a couple guests in the works there. Yeah. So there will be returning guests. You don't have to listen to me and Ted ramble on about Talk nothing. about our Halloween costumes. Yeah. So this is like an episode of Seinfeld. What is it with the planes? I don't know. <laughs> They're just up there flying around. So they're flying around. Yeah. Yeah, so that's what it felt like. The show about nothing. Okay. That well, was today. The hope, Seinfeld episode. I hope that you uh haven't become dumber for listening to the show today. I think people have become smarter. <laughs> There's gonna be a lot of kids out there going three costumes this Halloween. Man, that's a sweet idea. Tell your parents where you heard it, folks. Cowboy shit. Cowboy I learned shit. that from Eddie. On cowboy shit, my friend Dustin. And if you haven't seen the Monday Night Football intro video, oh man, featuring Chris Stapleton and Snoop D O Double G with uh, what was the song? Uh, Feel it, Phil Collins. Yeah, Phil. What was the name of the song again? I can feel it. Yeah, in the air. In the air. In the air tonight. It is badass. I don't know if she was badass. She's a good drummer. Yeah. Uh, so Check go out. out that Google it right now. Chris Stapleton Monday Night Football intro. Super badass. Yeah, love Chris Stapleton. Gonna be part of the sh- show, I'm sure. Yeah. Shall yeah. Speaking of speaking of future guests, Chris Stapleton. So stay tuned for that. It'll be coming up <laughs> here as someday. well. Someday. Someday. Yeah. We've got a great Chris list. Chris Stapleton with yeah. George Strait. Chris has been trying to get on the show. Uh, George has been trying to get on the show. We're still in talks. Chris, we're gonna get to you, buddy. We're working on it. We just got some big Hang shows tight, coming up. Yeah. Like this one, we just had to get this out of the way first. Yeah, we had to get we had to get our time in the we had to get, get it out of the way. The, yeah, but no, there's some great guests still to come. And uh, oh man, you know what I forgot to talk about too? We have some new cowboy shit on the website right now, and it's already in stores. The merch, the 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 clothing, the haberdashery, yeah. as my friend Will Osler calls it. Get cowboy the big shit haberdasheries. Yeah. yeah, the big value skew zero ninety four. Uh, and Dustin Edwards' favorite. Yeah, he's wearing the uh, the zero ninety eight or ninety nine right now. Ninety eight. That's ninety eight. That's the Connor McDavid. Uh, I don't know what that one is. I forget. Anyways, Dustin. Um, yeah, we got some new stuff. So there's some we've already kind of leaked some out on the on the on the line already. Yep. Um, some of it's already out there. Um, and we have more coming soon. We're kind of planning to do it. Uh, we're gonna do the launch sometime early October. We're planning. Uh, we've got new stuff that's arriving every day. We've got caps being restocked. So if you don't have your current hat in stock, go back and it'll probably be up in the next day or two. But we have a bunch of brand new stuff hitting the shelves in the next couple weeks. Stay tuned. It's on the way. And if you trick or treat at 4620 this October, yes. if you peer for your third time, we'll give you a hat. We'll give you some extra stuff. Yeah. But you have to be in a different costume. Different every costume time. every time. And we have to remember. So. But it's like on a Tuesday, which is perfect. And remember. Or a Monday. If your popcorn ball looks like it's made of meth, (laughs) don't eat it. Don't eat it. That's all for tonight, folks. All right. Thanks for listening, everybody. Make sure to check everything out. Cowboyshit.ca.
And uh, stay tuned next time. Our show will be much better. <laughs> He was lightning fast and double quick The harder they'd fuck, the better he'd stick And the crash of the gate's still his favorite sound But one got him down and now he walks with a hitch If he could go back, he'd spur the son of a bitch Step off and tip his hat to the crowd Yeah, you know we used to be a bull riding fool.